Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I appreciate you being here. To know that people are listening to this podcast as they're driving, getting ready for the day, doing laundry, dishes, dropping the kids off at school, whatever it may be, it's weird and so exciting to think about you while you are living your life and you chose this podcast to tune in today and I'm so grateful for you. I'm really, really grateful for you. Thank you so much. So today's episode, we are talking about an area of self-improvement I have not talked about on the show yet, and that is phone usage, like devoting a whole entire episode to the amount of time we spend on our phones and why you might consider reducing the amount of time you have on your phone to improve your mental health. I've had in the last year, I would say, actually on my vision board, I make a vision board every single year. On my vision board, I put to spend less time on my phone. I forget the specific words that I used, but I wanted to, oh, minimize the amount of time I use on social media in general. So that was social media specifically. But lately in the past month or so, I have this like deep need to disconnect from my phone so much. I've gotten in the habit, and maybe you have too, of reaching for my phone when I don't need to. It's it's a habit that has developed over time that I'm not proud of. There have been times when I go to the bathroom just to go pee, okay? Just to go pee, and I am reaching for the Instagram app so I can see what other people are doing while I'm peeing. Like that's weird and it's unnecessary. And I'm a little ashamed to admit that. Hopefully I'm not the only one because it's kind of embarrassing because there's no need to go on your phone while you're peeing. Like it's quick, go to the bathroom, do your thing and be done with it. But I've had this deep desire to disconnect for a number of reasons. Around my period, for one, I get super anxious and I realize that being on my phone makes me more anxious. So I don't like that. I feel like it pulls me away from the present. When I reach for my phone, I usually see some type of notification from a friend, like a text message or a notification in my email of somebody I have to answer or somebody has messaged me on Facebook Messenger asking a question or making a comment and I feel the need that I have to answer all of those things right away. And I don't like to be a part of anybody else's agenda except for mine. I like to live my life based on what I need and having a running to-do list, and, and maybe you don't think of it that way, but when you receive a text message for somebody, that's 
a to-do. You have to respond to that person. Or you don't have to, but you probably feel the deep desire to get back to the person. And if you have text messaged me or Facebook messaged me or Instagram messaged me, you may see that it takes me a few hours usually. If I respond instantly, that's like rare. It takes me hours, days, sometimes months to respond to text messages. I probably have three, at least three or four messages in my text inbox that are at least a week old. I know there's one in there probably a month old. And those are my friends that we, when we message each other back, they're like novels. They're like a complete like catch up on our entire lives. And I know it's going to take me a long time to read and to respond that it takes me months sometimes to respond to that person. That doesn't mean that I don't love them or care about them. It just means that I want to make sure I'm responding in a way that shows them that I care instead of short answers. Okay, so I want to give you some statistics that I found regarding our phone usage. I googled how many times we reach for our phone a day and I was shocked and I think you're going to be shocked too. So there were three different resources that mentioned three different numbers. So I'm assuming we are somewhere in between. The first source said we reach for our phone 58 times. The second source said we reach for our phone 96 times. And the third one said 344 times per day we are reaching for our phone. I wish there was a way to track how many times we actually pick up our phone because I'm curious. I probably, I wanna say I'm closer to the 58 benchmark number, but it's hard to tell. I want to also read you some other statistics where I'm like, ooh, I definitely fit in that percentage. And I'm, I'm curious to see how you fit in as well. So according to this is reviews.org, I don't know how they pull their statistics, but they have it up for your 2022, 21. I haven't gone farther back than uh, year 2021. But with each year, the number or the percentage we spend on our phone increases for sure. Okay, so 74% of Americans feel uneasy leaving their phone at home when they leave to when they leave the house. Uh, I definitely fit in that category. One, I feel like it's dangerous, right? That I feel like, okay, well, what if I need to call my husband? Or what if my kid's school calls me? So I definitely fit into that percentage. 71% of Americans say they check their phones within the first 10 minutes of waking up. Okay, I will be completely honest with you. My husband checks his phone like the first thing, that's the first thing he does and it drives me nuts because it's usually something that's going to stress him out, but he says he doesn't. Hopefully he's not listening to this part because he edits the show. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't stress me out, but I feel like it stresses him out. I don't know. And I don't know. When you check your phone first thing in the morning, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. 
it when you go into your Instagram, you're like, okay, now I'm starting my day with answering this person or a text message or an email or the news report. It's like, why do you want to start your day on somebody else's agenda? I don't. So I try to do my best with work. It's hit or miss. Like if there are, there are so many days where I wake up before the kids and I just need to hit the ground running because that's the only time I have. So I will check my phone. Now, my phone or my email or I'm writing something or creating something. And those are the days when I generally feel more anxious, when I don't have time to practice gratitude or reflect on the day prior or set intention for the day. When I start my day of just beginning and not in the moment, I definitely feel more anxious and maybe that's you too. 53% of Americans say they have never gone longer than 24 hours without their cell phone. Well, aside from me losing my phone or I don't think I misplaced it for more than 24 hours, knock on wood, but yeah, I don't remember the last time, maybe before I had a phone. (laughs) Interesting. 47% consider themselves addicted to their phones. At times, I definitely can be. 35% of Americans use or look at their phones while driving. I'm ashamed to admit I fall in that category. 70% of Americans check their phones within five minutes of receiving a notification. Oh, I have a great tip for you today in um, how you can combat the feeling to answer, respond um, to that notification right away. And this has really helped me. And that's the whole point of today's episode. I have a few more statistics here because I find them very interesting and hopefully you do too. Hey guys, I wanted to take a second to tell you about a high fiber cereal that I eat almost every day and it's called Moosley. So Moosley is an all natural cereal, meaning it doesn't have preservatives, artificial flavoring, or natural flavoring. It's also gluten-free, plant-based, and it's so good, you guys. Now, not only does my husband and I enjoy it, but I've even packed it in my kids lunch with a single serving of muesli an ice pack and vanilla almond milk in a little container and that's the majority of their lunch now there are so many ways to enjoy it you can eat it as a cereal cold or warm as overnight oats in a smoothie in yogurt and you can even bake with it Fiber is something that is so underrated and in fact only 5% of Americans get the proper amount Now, fiber helps with so much. It helps in digestion by improving your gut health. It helps you stay satiated and energized. It aids in weight loss and helps fight chronic disease. So to get your Moosely cereal, head to mymoosleycereal.com and use code VISION15 for 15% off your order. That's mymoosleycereal.com and use code VISION15 for 15% off your order. And I'll leave all that information in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. 64% of Americans use their phone on the toilet. Mm, Yeah, that's me. 61% have texted someone in the same room as them before. I've messaged my husband like funny memes and um, videos and stuff. Maybe to be funny. Yeah. So yeah. 48% of people say they feel a sense of panic or anxiety when their cell phone battery goes below 20%. 
I felt that panic before, sure. 45% say that their phone is their most valuable possession. (sighs) Gosh, I mean, it's very, very useful and I rely on it. It has to be up there. And lastly, 43% use or look at their phones while on a date. I definitely have looked at my phone while on a date with my husband. And actually, we went on a date this last weekend, and I told him I want to be very intentional, both of us, on not using our phones during our date. We both posted, I think, a story while on our date later, but I feel like that was an improvement. I feel like in this era, especially my generation, I'm 33, uh, millennial, our need to share to stories I feel is more profound than the older generations. And I don't know what the need is. My husband and I were talking. He's like, well, it's fun. But there's also, I guess, some type of, type of like dopamine hit maybe when you see somebody has commented on your story or your post or whatever. There is a connection there and the drive to do it as often as we do. So now I'm going to share if you're feeling, there's multiple reasons why you might consider reducing the amount of time you are on your phone. So maybe you're experiencing anxiety. Around my period, I get anxious and I want to spend less time on my phone. So I have made an effort in the last week or so to Put some things in place that will help me in the long run. Maybe you're feeling a stress for where our world stands. Maybe you pay attention closely to what's happening in other countries and that stresses you out. Maybe you're feeling depressed when you see other people's lives and you're like, well, my life is that not that exciting or they look a certain way or they're taking that vacation or they seem like they have more money than me. That, when you're comparing, that will definitely put you in a state of depression. Maybe you're feeling this kind of goes hand in hand, what I just mentioned, inadequate, out of touch with yourself. Ooh, I don't know if you get out of touch with yourself, but there are times in my life where I feel like, hmm, what's next? I feel like this disconnection with what I'm doing in my life and where I'm at. And I have to really sit in in that, that feeling in order to understand my thoughts and my habits and areas that I need to improve. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. And being on your phone so much causes you to be more distracted, less productive, and less present. So there are a number of reasons why you might consider reducing the amount of time you are on your phone. Okay, so I'm going to get into a few things that I have done recently to simplify my life. And they're super, super easy and I think very, very helpful. So like I mentioned before, I've noticed my phone has kind of become like a to-do list. And I don't want to live my life based on other people's to-do. So 
What I have been doing is, this one might be an easy one for you. Maybe you already do it. This is one I've had in practice for years now. So my sound is always off on my phone. So like, I think it's either silence. I don't even know if my phone vibrates. I don't know. I should know that, right? (laughs) My phone vibrates when I receive a text message. But it's on, it's on silence. The only time I have my volume on, volume on is when I am watching a video, and that's very, very rare. But when you hear your phone go off, when you feel your phone go off, you have this automatic sense like, okay, I need to see who, who needs me. So the first step is to get rid of that. I think that's very helpful. I also change the notifications on my phone so that... I don't see them on my home screen. I didn't realize this until last week when I went into settings and then I go into notifications. Every single one of your apps has a option to notify you. So I thought about how many times I was notified by a certain app. Like today, I I thought I turned all of them off and then I had a notification from Amazon on my home screen. So I felt the need to go check that and then once I did, I changed it. So you just go into settings, notifications, on Amazon, so they all have these actually. So there's an option to see the notification on your lock screen, the notification center, so when you swipe down, And then a banner, once you unlock your phone, there's like a banner that comes across where it will notify you. That is so distracting. Think about how many apps you have. I'm just like looking through all my apps. I have Amazon, Amex, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Gmail, iTunes, podcasts, text messages, my fitness pal. Like the list goes on and on and on. And when you're receiving all of those notifications that is going to bog down your productivity and just your mind in general so i will no longer have notifications on my phone that are going to distract me i don't need to know every single time somebody text messages me or facebook so what i do now uh facebook messenger is me (laughs) I didn't complete that last sentence. I was trying to remember what I just said. So now when I have the need or want to see if anybody has text messaged me or emailed me, I actually have to go into the app. And I found that very useful. I also have a timer on my social media apps. I have it on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I think I want to say it's at 45 minutes, but I've played with sometimes. First, I had an hour. Then I'm like, okay, let's try half an hour. I didn't feel like that was enough just because of how much I do post for my business and share on stories. And I'm like, mm, is there a, a middle ground? So I did 45 minutes. I think that's where I'm at. But I want to like toot my own horn because my screen time was down 22% since from last week or last week compared to the week prior. And I was like, ooh, I love this. So I don't know if you're ever curious to look at your screen time, you might be be shocked. There's an option on your phone to do that as well. I've also made it a rule of mine not to go on social media on Sundays. I, I just wanted to practice being more present. And I 
didn't want to, I wanted to eliminate one day and I felt like Sunday would be the easiest day to eliminate. So maybe that is something that you can put into to practice. That was a goal of mine on my vision board this year. I want to say I've been pretty, pretty good. I've gone on social media on Sundays before to check messages when I was waiting on a response regarding my business um, or things of that nature. But those are the weeks that I'm like, gosh, you failed, you know, and then I feel like the next week I need to make up for that and go two days off of social media. Okay, so the next thing, so we just talked about our phone, we're moving on to the Apple Watch. Okay, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. I think it is super helpful because if you think your phone is distracting, your Apple Watch is just as distracting, if not more. Last week, I turned all my notifications off of my Apple Watch and I'm literally just using my watch for the time and to skip songs (laughs) on my playlist. And I told my husband this and he was like, "Mm, so you basically just have an expensive watch. And I'm like, "I, I sure do. And it's just helping me, okay, so shush. <laughs> but um, the reason I decided to do that was because not only was I getting notified on my phone, then I'm getting notified on my watch. Okay, somebody's text message you. Okay, you have to breathe. Okay, you have to complete your circle. Oh, how many steps did you get in today? Oh, do you think you can get 10,000 steps today? You've only gotten 3,000. Oh, you need to breathe. You need to stand. Like it's too much. And I don't know if you've ever received like those phantom, phantom, um, like vibrations where you think your phone or your Apple Watch has like vibrated, and then you go to check and you're like, mm, it didn't. Nobody has notified me. Like I, I got into that habit of like where I felt like my watch was going off and it wasn't. I didn't like the feeling. I I don't use my Apple Watch to record my workouts. I know so many women who are addicted and feel like if they don't start their workout on their watch and have it completely record, they feel so uneasy. And I don't know how we got so far down this like rabbit hole of why we feel like we need a device to tell us how hard we worked. Like we should know that. We need to be able to connect with ourselves more. Get back to the basics. You know that you need to move your body. You know that you probably need to stand. You know you probably need to take a deep breath. Like why do you need a device to remind you and pull you from the present moment? You have everything inside you to figure that out, but we've become so reliant on devices to tell us otherwise. All right, you guys, I hope this podcast has helped you. And maybe your goal this week is to take away one of those habits that you have set in place and maybe reduce them or eliminate them. Okay, you guys, thank you for tuning in. And remember, you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. 
I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye.